fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haydner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Final try to Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Super Bowl 55 Prop Bet Spectacular, brought to you by the good people of the Road Street Journal. It's a fantasy fullback dive. You thought it was the fantasy offseason. You thought we weren't going to be hitting you with any more content. You were wrong. It's not the first time, won't be the last, but here we are. I, of course, am your host, Nat the Truth Jones, joined not only by the Wolf of Rotor Street, as always, but also with a couple of my other buddies, uh, really got just a who's who of the Rotor Street Journal elite on this show. So uh, welcome. Thanks for joining us with me, of course, as always, the Wolf of Rotor Street himself. How you doing, Wolf? Fantastic, as always. Excited to get back going, talk some ball. I always miss talking to the Wolf Pack, so really pumped and, and pumped to get some uh, some new blood on the show today, too. I know, right? In to some old, old and looking like they're in jail cell type of blood as well. CJ and Jimbo down there in the corner. We're, we're regulars here, but then we also got good old Dom showing up, so I'm pumped. I'm pumped to get this going. Yeah, this is the first time I've shared the screen with Dom. Excited for that. Uh, Jimbo, CJ, your apartments, uh, our homes look extremely cheerful. Um, can't wait to come over there. Mine does not look like a jail cell. I have a variety of props behind me because I didn't realize I was going to be recording here. Snow shovel, fort building equipment, Ewok Village, and Hot Wheels City. Depending on how I position myself, you may see all of them. Um, but great to see you guys. We're going to get right into it. I want to ask you first and foremost the question, the boring question, but still the question of the hour that's on everybody's mind right away, which is who's going to win and what's the score going to be? And Wolf, because you're the CEO or whatever title uh, you're slapping on these days, I'd like to hear from you first. So go ahead. Absolutely. Uh, and as we're getting pumped up here, just pumping up that if you guys will give this thing a thumbs up, uh, whether you're catching the replay, whether you're live with us, help us get out to more people. It is so greatly appreciated. Uh, so consider giving this a like button and uh, that'll be so helpful. A share if you're watching wherever you're at. Uh, it would be greatly, greatly appreciated. I'm trying to do this drag. There we go. Now I can do the drag. Now it looks different, though. I don't know why. Here we go. All righty. Uh, yeah, I, I, of course, am going with Tom Brady and the Bucks. Like, you got, you know this at this point. It's my man, the GOAT, facing the young, up-and-coming potential GOAT in the future. Brady's going to cement this thing. He's never won it with another team. He gets a chance to put Pat Mahomes in his place like he did in the AFC Championship game. He's going to do it to him again with more explosive weapons. This Bucks team is clicking. I'm all about it. Give me TB12 and a, a shootout game. I'm hammering that over of 56. I'm taking money line Bucks. I have it at plus 148 right now. That's what I'm going to hammer. Uh, I'm all day. All day Bucks. All day Brady. I know I'm a homer truther, and I wonder what some of these Pats fans. I forget where you're from, Dom, but I know Jimmy and and CJ are obviously Pats fans with me. I wonder if you're on Team Brady or not. I know it's kind of divided here in New England, uh, but I'm all about it. Give me Brady. Give me the over. All about this Super Bowl. All right, Dom, I feel like he kind of led you on that a little bit, but let's hear what your actual opinion is on this. No, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm taking the Bucks. Um, I love Brady in this one. Um, I'm a Raiders fan. I'm from Delaware, so I don't really have any uh, locational biases or anything, but I just I can't take the Chiefs. Can't take the Chiefs in this one. 
I know my Raiders beat them this year. So, I mean, if Max Crosby and Cleveland Farrell can get some pressure on uh, Mahomes, uh, Vita Vea, White, uh, Devin White, JPP, all those guys definitely get to him. So I'm taking Bucks. Um, I think 34-31. I'm also with you on the over. Um, definitely going to be a shootout. So, yeah, I love Brady in this one. Okay, Jimmy, where, what's your homerish prediction? How, what do you think the spread's going to be here? Because I'm expecting something outlandish. Uh, as much as I want to pick Brady, I think I have to side with the Chiefs. Uh, I feel like Mahomes is – he's only lost two games, I think, in the last two years. And that offense is looking on all cylinders right now. Like, no one can stop them. Um, and as great as Brady has been – He's been, or at least the team was very up and down. Like they looked great early against Green Bay, and then Rodgers had that comeback, and Brady just threw a bunch of shit picks. Um, Mahomes never really seems to like hit those blips, and he has the Super Bowl experience from last year. So I'm I'm going Chiefs 34-27. CJ, yeah, I've said it all year. Brady's destiny until he retires. So I thought I wanted him. I want him to win the first, like first playoff game, maybe second playoff game. But I want no part of him winning the Super Bowl and not in New England. Um, I do think they cover the three and a half, but I'm going to go Chiefs 34, Bucks 31. All right, I'm not necessarily going to weigh in on all of these, but this one's pretty basic and within my realm of semi expertise. I agree. I think that they're going to cover. But I cannot really see myself picking against the Chiefs here all season, or at least two-thirds of the season. People have been like, what's wrong with the Chiefs? What's wrong with Pat Mahomes? Oh, yeah, they're only 17-1. and one. Jesus. Like, what's wrong with these guys? They're falling apart. They're like a runaway train. It's like when you see this guy play, at least with me, I, don't, I just kind of don't really feel like he's going to lose. And uh, so I'm going to say 27-24 Chiefs. Awesome. We do have a uh, fantastic Super Bowl MVP prediction. Shockingly, Noah Pringle. Love to see you, by the way, Noah Pringle. Younger brother of Byron Pringle? <laughs> His cousin, Byron Pringle, going to win the Super Bowl MVP. I love to hear it. I think I, I wonder what his odds are. I have them somewhere down here. Uh, he's got to be, what, like plus – uh, what is it? Plus 10,000. Yeah. The highest possible odds. Right it should them, right? be yeah. even higher than that. Like insanity. Byron Pringle, Super Bowl MVP. And uh, shout out to you, Dylan Adams. All I see is a bunch of goats. Love to see uh, a bunch of the uh, regulars here. Get all your questions in, all your comments, any predictions you guys have, like Chiefs by three for Dylan Adams. So he's hey, right that's what I said, man. Truth, uh, all that good stuff. Get that on in there. Tom Brady sabotage the Chiefs, brother. Interesting. All righty, guys. Uh, but, yeah, good to see you guys. Keep them coming. Keep the comments going. Like, shares, all that good stuff. Keep it rolling, baby. All right, keep it rolling. What's the next one? What do we got on the docket? We got the national anthem, as oh, always. We love this. Now, look, it's worth noting this is a duet, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. If memory serves last year, I think the, the big magic number always seems to be 159, right? And I believe that's still the same thing this year. So we're going to start with Dom. Uh, Dom, what are your thoughts? We got a duet, which is not the norm. You like this to go over 159, under 15, uh, under 159. What do you think? I do like the over on this one. Um, pretty much just because of the duet. Like, you got to think that there's got to be some pauses in there. I know they've practiced, but with two people, you got to think like, and two people who really haven't worked together before, there could be a little bit of a um, pause mid song. Maybe they carried out, and they are. So, Eric Church is a country singer, and then Jasmine Sullivan's R&B, not the most up tempo type of music. So I'm going with the over. I feel like it could be two minutes, five seconds, or maybe they drag it out a little bit. 
Definitely yeah, do. This is not like a ska band coming out here performing the national anthem. I like that logic. Jimmy, what do you think? I'm actually going with the under. Um, based on my intense research today. Tell me about it. She performed uh, one time at a baseball game, recorded in a minute and 38 seconds. And then in the past 15 years, it's been under two minutes nine times. And so for that reason, I will go under. CJ, rebuttal? Um, so, yeah, I did see that she she did have two other anthems under her belt that were both under two minutes. There was the 138 or whatever it was. And there was another one that was like 145. So she has gone under twice. But I am going over here because of the duet. I agree with Dom. And um, Eric Church is going to come out with a little guitar, strum along, whatever. So I'm going over there. Well, do you have anything to add to this? Any? I mean, these guys did their research. Have you done your research? Of course I have, Nat. Come on. You know I do my research before shows. Three straight under two minutes. I'm sticking to that trend. I'm going under. So me and Jimbo in the minority here. Uh, last duet was two minutes and eight seconds, but that was with Aretha Franklin holding the pipes down. Uh, Aretha's, yeah, okay. I mean, come on. You know she's holding that fucking thing all night long. I, I don't know who the hell Jasmine Sullivan is. I did a couple listens today just to, like, get a sense of her vibes. And it's, it's just kind of like a... a there's no real verbose like holding of the notes, no Gladys Knight, any of that stuff. So I, I think she's gonna plow forward. I know Eric Church is a businessman, like he he plows forward in his country songs. I think this is gonna be a nice, smooth, quick duet holding right under that two minute trend here. Uh, I'm absolutely under 159, no doubt. You, you'd never heard of Jasmine. I'll do you one better. I'd never heard of either of them. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go over. Why not? Listen to these guys, though. They did their research. I do Absolutely. have to say, uh, Luke Bryan, when he sung it, he went two minutes, four seconds, and another country star. So makes you think this one, country star and an R&B singer. Could yeah. go. Luke Bryan's a diva, though. Like he, He's <laughs> such a fucking diva. He wants to show off. He had his moments of fame. He's going to milk every second of it. True. Eric Church strikes me as much more of a, a business type, like, let's get this done. Let's go for it and, and make it quick, efficient, pretty. I'm all, I, you know, he's not, he's not going to make this all about himself like Luke Bryan. So I, I get what you're saying. The other bet I will throw out there though, there's two related to the national anthem. One is will a player kneel or raise his fist? They're two separate bets on a bet online. It's plus 1200 to get, will a player kneel? Now I don't expect it. None of these teams have had any people kneel throughout the season, but I mean, this is the grandest stage of them all in a year where it's been as you know tumultuous as possible. It's been a pretty tough year. I could see some people making some stands here on the the big stage. Plus twelve hundred. Why not throw ten bucks on it and see what happens? Uh, so that that's what I'm saying. And then, will any scoring drive take less than the U.S. national anthem length? I think they're going to be a pretty quick anthem. And so with that, with each team trying to kind of bleed the clock and keep the ball out of the other explosive offensive's hands, I'm saying no, and it's plus 225 if, uh, if a scoring drive will take less than the national anthem. I think all drives are going to be as long as they possibly can. Um, there could be some three and outs, and that could, or, but it's a scoring drive, right? So yeah, but- ultimately, I, I'm, I'm about that one. I do, not, I, I do not think any drive will take any scoring drive will take less than the national anthem. So I'm hitting that no for plus 225. I like those odds quite a bit. I wouldn't be surprised at all if some scoring drives took less time than that. Tyreek, I mean, any team, any game with Tyreek killing it to me, you're really opening yourself up to that. Yeah. Um, I will just say this, just commenting on what you said. You said, oh, this guy's a businessman when it comes to singing the national anthem. He's not going to go up and make it all about himself. I mean, if you got to sing the national anthem, you got to be uh, have a platform like this, 
would you or would you not try to at least a little bit make it all about yourself? Well, <laughs> I mean, you know me, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm different than Eric Church. I would absolutely <laughs> milk every single second of my time. You, you would hold the notes, right? <laughs> I'd hit them all. Oh, yeah. You know this beautiful falsetto would drill the uh, the home of the brave, no doubt about it. <laughs> Uh, but no, I would of course milk every second. But Eric Church, I mean, he's just a get a beer in my hand. Let's drink. Is that what that song's called? Like all I need is a drink in my hand. Like, yeah, all you gotta do is put a drink in my hand. Yeah, money. <laughs> that's all he wants is is just a drink. Get it over with. Bam. I'm I'm all the way under on this one. Okay, fair enough. All right, let's move on to the next one. Wolf gave us a couple extra ones to think about some bonus picks, if you will. First guy to score a TD. First TD score. So this is not first score. First, you know, like I know there's a popular bet often safety is the first score, which actually hit like twice in the last 10 years, something like that. First TD score. Um, We're going to start this one with Jimmy up top. Jimmy, who do you like to score the first TD in the game? Um, I like to go one from each side. So I, I like Evans plus 900 for the bucks oh, wow. and then, uh, some extra value Mahomes plus 1800 for the chiefs. Um, uh, sorry about that wolf. You know, they get down there in the red zone, so many weapons to focus on. Everyone forgets about Mahomes, and he just scurries on in there for 1800 and that's a day right there. So I'll let you get to the next point. <laughs> <laughs> CJ, who's going to score the first touchdown. If you want to give yeah, one from each team, uh, that's fine. So, no, actually. So, my little nugget is that a Tom Brady-led team has never scored a touchdown in the first quarter of a Super Bowl. So, I'm going to think that continues at least for the first touchdown. And I'm going to say Tyree Killam, one of those dumb, like, tap passes that they do every day. Like, they're on the five-yard line. CEH never touches the ball. Plus 650, Tyree Kill. And I also do have Pat Mahomes' first rushing touchdown at plus 1,800. Um, he has three rushing touchdowns on the season. I think two of those were on prime time. So I think he does like the bright lights. Man, you would think he, I mean, in my mind, I've seen him do it more than three times, but I guess uh, the stats don't lie. I kind of like him to score also. Wolf, what do you think? I'm just going to echo that plus 1,800 on Mahomes. He had the first touchdown in last year's Super Bowl. He had a first touchdown already in the playoff games. There's something about him that just like early in the game, he likes to set that tone, run it all in, like fire up the squad. I think we're getting it again. Plus 1,800, Mahomes first TD. If it's not him, it's going to be who scored the touchdown last game in the first uh, the first touchdown. That's Travis Kelsey. I mean, that's a pretty easy, safe bet. It's plus 650, so you're still getting pretty good odds on it. Uh, but I love hammering both Kelsey and then also Mahomes for that kind of risky one. And if it's not, if, if I'm going to pull the Jimbo and pick one from each side, and I also do love the first touchdown bets just because the odds you can get on them. I, I do like playoff Lenny plus uh, 1050 on that one. I, I like that a lot. I know Leonard Fournette blows, but playoffs, I mean, how many touchdowns does he have now in these playoffs? Like four, he's five. scored every game, I know. Yeah. He's scored every yeah. game? Yeah, he, he's yeah. killing it. So, I like plus uh, 1050 Leonard Fournette if I'm going with the Bucks, uh Kelsey and Mahomes. I'm going to put some money on all those three. I wonder, I, I don't know if you know, CJ, what McCole Hardman's are, but you made a good point with those little pot pass things. McCole Hardman could be right in that little realm of there, and I bet you his odds are pretty he's ridiculous. At, uh, 1700. So right around the Mahomes range. If you don't want to do the Mahomes bet, I think McCole Hardman could be an interesting uh, flyer there. Tom, what do you got to add to this? All right. So I got a mixture of both of pretty much what all you guys said. Um, I do the same thing. I take one from each team. So I do like Mike Evans. Um, he scored four times first for the uh, Bucks this year. And then I feel like Tyree Kill on the other side. Uh, 
I don't think he has a touchdown this in the playoffs so far. I just feel like he's due. Um, he's had he had that big game against the Bucks early in the season. I feel like Reed might try to air it out early, just see if they can get another one of those huge seventy-five yard touchdowns. So I like Evans and Hill. Um, and it is worth noting that uh, where are we at here? Oh, um, Brady scored twice. Brady has scored the first touchdown twice this year, and that's a real long shot at plus 3,500. So it's kind of interesting. He scored, he scored their first touchdown of the season. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. And against the Raiders also in like week four. So yeah, it's okay. been a while. 35 to one, not too bad. All right. Next up, we're going to get into some of the specific player props that you guys want to hammer. Uh, maybe keep it to two, maybe three each. If there's some you really love, I know the Wolf's going to try to squeeze in like six because he <laughs> thinks that that's okay. Um, but we're going to start. You know what? We're going to start with CJ for this one. CJ, what are some player props you love hammering? On All this right. So uh, we're going with the guy that I know the best. So I'm going to do three bucks props. Um, Tom Brady over 0.5 interceptions. Last five Super Bowls, he's thrown five interceptions total. He's due for a shitty pass in like the first, second quarter. Like he always is. gets a little too fired up and makes something stupid happen. Uh, Leonard Fournette over 25 and a half receiving yards. He tends uh, Brady tends to check down in big games. Obviously, he's not James White or anything, but he's been involved in the passing game more than he needs to be. So I think he'll. Oh yeah, and Vegas has his line at three and a half receptions at minus 150. So I think they're expecting at least four receptions for them. So I think he'll get over the 25 and a half. And then AB over 3.5 receptions. Brady targets his guys that he trusts and he fucking loves him for some reason. Wolf? I love all those. And I, I wonder if you're going to do that Brady bet, which you told me that stat earlier. It'd be worth at least trying to predict who is the guy that picks him off because the first interception odds – are all like plus 900 or higher. So trying to pick out who that might be, whether it's, uh, you know, Tyron Matthew, whoever you might think it's going to be that, that snipes Brady, that could be for a nice payday. And I like that stat for sure. In terms of just like my player stats uh, that I love for the, the Super Bowl, Mahomes 19 and a half rush yards. He went over 20 and nine of 15 games this regular season. I think that's a lock. Uh, he, he tends to just get the legs moving on these fired up situations, these games. Uh, I'm all about that. I think Clyde over 30 and a half rushing yards. Maybe I'm just still so fucking sad and bitter and salty or whatever word you want to use for ranking this guy inside my top five. You like the fourth overall pick? Yeah, <laughs> fucking worst, worst fantasy prediction probably of my career. Uh, but I still think there's been moments and flashes we see this kid. And you look at last year's Super Bowl where every, you know, they sold out to stop Mahomes. Well, Damian Williams had, he should have probably been the MVP, to be honest, over 100 rushing yards. I could see Clyde ripping off. He could get that 30 yard over in, in a single rush. He does have that big playability. So I like that one a lot. And then we, we, you already mentioned, I think it was Dom who mentioned that long score to Tyree Kill. I think he's due as well. And the over under on his longest reception uh, is 27 and a half. I mean, come on. This is Tyree fucking Hill. He had a 44 yard reception last Super Bowl. He had a 77 yard one last game. 27 and a half. He's done a reception of that in 10 of 17 games this year. There's no way he doesn't get at least one. 28 yard or more uh reception I i'm all about hammering that longest reception for tyree kill i think the odds are like minus 130 
But still, like that's I, I feel like that's a lock, the biggest lock you can ask for, especially with the Bucks giving up the most points to wide receiver ones over their last five to six weeks. He, he's going to roast somebody for a seventy-yard touchdown. Never mind twenty-seven and a half. So I, I'm all about those three bets as the ones that I'm absolutely hammering. And what are the other ones you're going to try to sneak in? Uh, we'll, we'll do the long shots in a second. Don't you worry. I'll, I, I got the okay. I got those coming for you. Right. Dom, what do you think? Um, so my favorite player prop this weekend is uh, Mike Evans anytime touchdown score. Um, it's in at plus one ten. Um, and for Evans, I feel like he's. I look at him like I look at like the running backs odds. If it's anything uh, even money or over, I'll take it. Um, he has fifteen total touchdowns this year. He had two touchdowns against the Bucks or against the uh, Chiefs um, in their last matchup. And I mean, he's just a monster compared to the. Uh, cornerbacks for the chiefs i mean he's six five they're like five eleven each small guys i think he's going to body them i love the matchup against them um and it's interesting because uh godwin actually has more targets this postseason but he's dropped so many balls um and i mean you guys know brady better i feel like he's not going to keep going to godwin um and he's going to go try to go heavy with evans and um he trusts evans obviously he leads the bucks in targets red zone targets touchdowns red zone touchdowns so um i'm hammering the hell out of that one um and then another one i love is uh tyree kill over 92 and a half receiving yards kind of a lot of the same things you just said um i mean he could easily have a 70 yard reception um and get a big chunk of that right there um obviously he had that big game against them earlier in the regular season. Um, and then so far this postseason, he's topped a hundred yards in each playoff game. Um, so I think he's easily going to get to a hundred and the bucks have given up. Uh, they gave 104 yards to Sims on Washington football team and then 115 yards to Valdez Scantling. So, I mean, I think he's going to have another field day against them. Even if they do try and double him, I mean, he's Tyree kill. There's nobody can stay with him. You guys remember that play? I feel like it might have been last year. It could have been early this year, but it was in the last couple of years where someone on his team had a punt return and they were taking it back. And there he was like 25 yards ahead of everybody. And then Tyreek just like kind of <laughs> ran up next to him in like a second and a half. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he just, yeah, it was crazy. So, I mean, yeah, that's a way of just saying I pretty much agree with all things pro Tyreek Hill on these prop bets. All right, moving on. Did we get Jimmy? Oh, do we not get Jimmy? Jimmy, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you kind of were just Tyree, blending into Tyree that plane very well back there. Yeah. The Tyree kill 92 and a half is easily my favorite one. I don't see how he doesn't go over 100 yards. Um, like you guys said, as as good as he is with the deep ball, he's almost as good, if not better, with like they can throw him a screen for like zero yards depth of target, and his speed enough can get him seven to eight on its own. So he'll just do that like a hundred times and he'll outrun everyone and eventually it adds up. Plus, you know, whatever bomb he catches, we'll probably put him over the top. So I don't see him going under a hundred yards. Um, and Travis Kelsey over eight and a half catches. It's plus one ten right now. I think he's if like towards the end of the year on like DraftKings, if you look at his box score and stuff, he'd catch like eight balls every single game. And I'm expecting a huge game from Kelsey and I could see nine, 10 plus like an Edelman two years ago performance. So I'm going to go Hill and Kelsey, with the overs. I feel like he I, had seven or eight in the first half. 
Uh, definitely yeah. sometime in the second quarter last game, right? He, it was. I was just gonna say that, Nat. I think he was up to like nine or something by the end of halftime. Like he was crazy last game. It was insane. Um, so yeah, I did. I, I, nobody took any Brady props, and I do just want to say, you know, two ninety five, two and a half TDs. I, I hit the over on both of those. I think Brady is gonna. Again, I'm the biggest Brady truther. I know me and TJ are on like the opposite poles of this one. Uh, whereas I'm like that Pats fan that just would can't get enough of him. It's as if I'm like an extension of him. I know Heggs is on our side too there. Uh, I, I can't get enough of Brady. And I, I really do think this is going to be like that, that Chiefs, you know, Pats AFC championship game when it was what, like 37 to 31 overtime shootout. Like it's, I, I really do. And this is a more explosive Bucks offense than what the Pats had at this time. So I think that's what we're going to get. You know, fingers crossed we get one of those games just like we had with the – I mean, hopefully – I actually don't really care who ends up winning it, but, you know, that we were on the wrong side of that Eagles game. I think it's going to be something of that nature, though. Uh, So, Brady, you know, 295, two and a half, I love. And on DraftKings, you can also bet his fantasy points, which are 22 and a half right now. He's topped that in four of his last six games, and to beat the Chiefs – I don't see any way he does not get over 22 and a half. He would have been five out of six if he didn't throw those three mindless, stupid picks last week as well. Uh, so ultimately, I'm all about Brady having a huge day. Um, honestly, you can get an over three and a half touchdowns on draft things plus 370. I know we're going to talk about our long bet, you know, our long shot bets. But if you want to get like right in the medium between like long shot, like, you know, the long shot Hail Marys versus like the, the you know, somewhat probable. I could see Brady throwing four touchdowns easily this game. Uh, two and a half is 125. That's a nice safe one. He's definitely throwing three. Don't be shocked if he throws four, though. I feel extremely validated by the fact that you completely just crammed in like four extra ones before we went to that. As, I had to do it. <laughs> I mean, but it wasn't it wasn't a long shot bet on my part. But speaking yeah. of long shot bets, long shot player props that could really hit big. And it hardly seems fair that I'm going to be starting with the wolf on this segment after he just rambled for like, you know, three minutes, but I'm doing it. Wolf, give me a long shot player prop that could hit real big in the Super Bowl. Awesome. I, I appreciate you coming back to me despite me just hogging that uh, airtime real okay. quick. Uh, so more of the – I'll start with like the safer ones and then kind of move down. I have like four. And this is where I kind of – I'm a psycho and I always – similar to my DraftKings play, like I always want the big tournament – I'm always going for the big props. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit a couple of those ones I just talked about just to go after them and know I have a few wins, but I'm not a 50-50 type of guy. So I do like this game to start with a field goal. I, I feel like the offenses are going to move pretty easily, and I think both offenses are going to kick field goals to start the game. That is plus 310 for the Kansas City, and then uh, first drive, and then the first drive for the Bucks is plus 375. So I'm going to throw a little bit of money on both first drives to end in field goals because I think neither is going to have too much trouble moving the ball, but I could see early on in the game a little bit of a stall out um, in a couple field goal situations. So I love that. I do love will Tom Brady attempt to high five an official? Absolutely. Like, yes, he's all business. It's the Super Bowl. He's going to be lasered in. But we we saw him go for the high five uh, two games ago. So, I mean, I'm all about it. I think he's going to do it. This is one of his last chances. Maybe the last time he's ever going to play in a Super Bowl. And he's kind of like, that's kind of become his thing, getting stiffed by the refs. You know he's going to want to do that on the great grandest stage of all. Plus 600. Give it to me all day. I love Brady attempting to high five an official. I wish they had like the follow up. Will the official high five him back? Because I don't think they will. Uh, and I, I love it. I love that one. Um, and and ultimately, 
as I, I mentioned, you know, there's you can get like McCole Hardman on some crazy long ball plus receptions. Um, I do like the first sack as well. I think it's definitely going to be coming from the Bucks. We got a banged up line over there for the Chiefs. I personally think it's going to be uh, JPP. Uh, um, even with the you know, finger situation, I think he's going to get in there pretty early and often. He led the team with nine and a half sacks. He was 11th in the NFL with that. He's plus 700 right now. Shaquille Bear is actually the, the top odds right now, plus 600 to do it. He has three in the postseason. He's led, uh, at least the NFL in postseason sacks right now. I like throwing a little bit on both of those guys because I think it's definitely going to be the Bucks with that banged up Chiefs line that just lost Mitchell Schwartz. Uh, but ultimately, uh, my money, if I'm only picking one, is JPP plus 700. Uh, I love that one. And then, you know, whoever is the first interception, I loved CJ's stat about Brady uh, throwing at least one pick in every Super Bowl, you know, even first quarter. So first interception, going with a Chiefs guy, whoever you guys think it might be, could be a nice long shot type of bet to uh, go for some big odds. All right, Dom, you got anything as good as Brady attempting high fives? <laughs> Definitely not as good as that, but uh, I do like – so I said I liked Evans to score um, anytime touchdown score. I like him to score twice. That's sitting at plus 550. Um, and to go with that, I also like Evans to score in the first and second half, which is plus 1,100 because um, you got to figure – I mean, if he scores twice, I don't think both of them will come in the same half. Um, so I'd probably double up with that, hoping it pans out. Um, like for all the reasons I said earlier, I mean, I feel like Brady's going to go to Evans often, um, especially down the red zone. So, um, I like those two. And then there's, I was looking through and, uh, DraftKings has like paired up people. Um, and this was an interesting one. I saw Tom Brady and Gronk to both score plus 1800. Um, I've taken Gronk every week, every game in the postseason hoping he would uh get that 13th touchdown to go past montana and rice hasn't happened yet i think he has like six total targets but i don't know it's a super bowl they've been there before i feel like he's going to go to gronk at least once in the end zone so um and then like i said earlier uh i I could see brady doing his um traditional sneak in the uh red zone uh, Tony Romo will go crazy about it and he'll say, Oh, Jim, like this, it's what we see all the way back in New England. So I could see that happening. So both of them to score plus 1800. All right, Jimmy, give me some long shots. Uh, see, I'm pretty opposite of the wolf here where I looked at these and I hated pretty much all of them. Um, I guess to go off of CJ's prior comment with Brady throwing a pick, it seems like it's always to the opposing, like, shit corners like their third or fourth cornerback so whoever that is on the chiefs i'll probably just put a little prop on them for a pick all right you know the wolf likes to hammer the over and that that includes number of bets made um <laughs> cj what are some long shot player props that you think could hit big yeah um going off what jimmy just said i think i want to say Juan thornhill has interception every game for them this postseason, I want to say, or something, but he's, I think he's plus 900 for interception. Then I have Honey Badger for plus 300 for interception. Um, Brady also does have in the 2011 Super Bowl a safety, and Peyton Manning also had a safety in the Seahawks. That's plus 800. Why not? And then um, Gronk, two touchdowns at plus 1600. Again, in that AFC Championship game, the Wolves preference lunchtime. Hit 11 targets for 80 yards, six receptions. I don't know. I could just see them. 
All right. Well, now we're going to get to what everybody's been waiting for, of course. And that is our top novelty props and exotic bets. That's right. Uh, <laughs> exotic bets are always my favorite. For some, I always read that as erotic bets. Um, <laughs> and I don't think there's nearly enough erotic prop bets in the Super Bowl. Um, so I don't know. Maybe one of you guys has come up with something that we could throw in there. But failing that, Dom, what do you like as your top novelty prop? And we got S in parentheses. So if you got more than one, that's okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, I have a couple. Um, first off, I'm taking tails for the coin flip. Tails oh, never yeah, fails. Got it. Easy. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, if you take heads, you're psycho. Just FYI, I'm a I'm a fifth and sixth grade AAU girls basketball coach, and I've picked heads in the coin flip the last three games, and I've lost every time. Exactly. Tails <laughs> just, never I fails. I mean, you know, I I get my data where I can. Wait, hold on. Why are you doing coin flips for basketball? <laughs> because we don't do jump balls because of social distancing. Oh. Oh, so they can guard each other, but they can't do it. <laughs> it, it, it. If you want to do like an entire podcast at some point of the extremely, extremely hard to explain rules that we're playing under, uh, given the fact that we're playing legit a full contact sport, we could do that <laughs> later on. Uh, but yeah, anyway, coin flip, tails, never fails. Go ahead. Tails, never fails. Um, my second one, uh, total players to complete a pass over two and a half. Uh, that's plus 165. Um I'm taking I'm taking the over on that one. Uh, the Chiefs. I I didn't find any bucks besides Brady to throw a pass in terms of quarterbacks. Um, but the Chiefs this year, Kelsey has had two pass attempts. Sammy Watkins has had a pass attempt, and then they did a fake punt where their punter Tommy Townsend had a pass attempt. So I think it's pretty good odds considering they don't even have to complete the pass. They just just anybody else besides Brady and Mahomes to throw the ball. Uh, plus one sixty five. So I really like that one. And then I get. Oh, so then I have time that the final play of the game is completed, 10, 15 p.m. or later. I saw some uh, weather reports saying there's like a 60% chance of a thunder and lightning storm. So if there is a like maybe 20-minute delay, half an hour delay, plus you have the anthem, halftime show, all the commercials and whatnot, I could easily see it going past 10, 15 if there's a little bit of a storm. And then my final one, I guess this is more of a long shot, but I had it under the novelty props. Any quarterback to throw for over 500 yards plus 1,600. Um, I think the Wolf was saying about the Eagles Super Bowl, uh, Brady threw what, like 505? I think Nick Foles threw. In a loss, yes. Yeah, and 375. Uh, so I could see I could see one of the two throwing for 500, probably Mahomes. Um, I think he had 425 in their matchup earlier in the season, so. It's pretty good. I mean, I could see it happening. All right. Anybody else getting a little excited about maybe a Tommy Townsend long shot MVP vote? (laughs) I hadn't considered the potential passing acumen. Uh, Jimmy, (laughs) who do you like? What's a top novelty prop for you? So I like the first play of the game to be a run plus 100. Um, You know, just get out there, establish the offense. Nice run up the middle. Pretty, pretty vanilla, but plus 100. I'll take that. Um, I do like the yes doink for plus 375 for as good as Butker is and as good as they love to say that he is. I feel like he loves to kick it off the uprights and who doesn't want a good doink off the uprights. Uh, But my favorite one is the lead change to occur in the fourth quarter plus 220. Um, When you have Mahomes and Brady at quarterback, I feel like that's their whole legacy is that they come back in the fourth and they, figure out a way to win. So when you put those two together, plus 220, I feel like that's a no-brainer. I actually really like that one. CJ, what do you got? 
so I have any QB to throw a pass after a lateral. Yes, that's like Tom Brady does this every single playoff game for the last 20 years. Um, and then I do agree with Jimmy. I do agree with the doink at plus 375. I know it was Goskowski, but I feel like the past 10 Super Bowls, there's been almost just like, like an extra point miss or like a doink or something. There's always been like something weird going on with the game every single year. So I'm going with those two. All right, Wolf, novelties, exotics. What do you got? Love it. Uh, I love all these calls. I love the, the especially that score change one in the fourth quarter. I, I think there's going to be multiple score changes like, in the like fourth quarter. Uh, so I think that's probably my favorite I've heard. I do like the idea of the game starting on a run, too. And I saw you could bet how long the first run of the game will be. It's three and a half yards they set it at. I'm going four yards on the first run of the game. I'm taking the over on that. Nice plus 120 uh, was the last I saw that line at. Um, one of my favorites is what will be mentioned first, Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl or Tom Brady's age. Tom Brady's Super Bowl is minus 200, but the age is plus 150. Give me those odds. I like the idea that them saying at age 43, now playing in his 10th Super Bowl, that exact order is a sentence that I hear Tony Romo just already spouting. And I definitely think Tom Brady's age comes first and I get the odds. Give me that all day. Uh, my my favorite random ass prop. I don't know who makes these things. Is what will Andy Reid's mask design be? Uh, walrus, walrus horns. Exactly right. That'd be the best. Um, it's a, it's very heavy favorite, and and ninety nine percent chance will be the Chiefs branded logo. But if I can throw ten bucks down on the Hawaiian themed for plus seven hundred, like. Imagine this guy just comes out rocking a Hawaiian theme. Like if all people to do it, it would be Andy Reid. Uh, so I don't think he does, but I love throwing just a quick little scent onto that one. Um, that's one of the trick off. Do they have the um, the visor? Because yeah, the, the first game of the season, that's what I'm talking about. Because he had like the visor the first game of the season. It was pouring and it. it was like fogged up and it was funny looking. Yeah, so I don't know if, he, if it might rain. You could wear the visor. That's that's a good point. There might not even be a mask. I wish that was an option, uh, but sadly it's not. So we're going Hawaiian themed uh, mask for Andy Reid. That's not going to happen. But like, it, it, I'd love to have just some money on the the off chance it does. That would be the uh, the greatest bet I think I'd ever win in my life. Um, but yeah, I loved all the ones you guys said, especially that lead change one. I hadn't seen that one. Um, that's one that I genuinely think is like easy money plus two twenty for a lead change in the fourth. Like. I would. I wonder if there's like a, a two lead change fourth quarter bet because I think there will be at least um, at least two lead changes. I think it's going to be a, a great fourth quarter showdown. So I love that one. That's the favorite one I've heard probably all all show. So I like that one also, and I do think that there is a, a two lead change. I think I've heard about it. It is important to note that a tie does not count uh, as a lead change. Uh, so if it's like twenty four twenty four, and then I think somebody goes up twenty seven twenty four, that doesn't count as a lead change. I've been burned on that before. It actually has to like back and forth. I've been burned on that on basketball before. So I'm assuming the same thing is true with, uh, with some of these bets, you know, Wolf, it's funny in my head when I'm hearing the whole Tom Brady, 10th Super Bowl, I'm hearing like 10th Super Bowl for Tom Brady at the tender young age of 43 or something like that, which is the opposite of how you're hearing it. So I don't know. Um, but I, I like your logic anyway. Right. The game tape from some Brady game for sure. Yeah, that's true. We really got to crunch some of this and see like what, what yeah. are the folks doing? You know, we should have done more research as it turns out. All right. Next one, guys. Where are we at? Uh, halftime show. 
Uh, it's important to note that the weekend, the weekend, his name was spelled wrong, and yours truly, um, not the youngest guy on the panel, but the, the more like kind of paying attention to pop culture, knowing what the kids are listening to and stuff like that, um, was able to catch that spelling mistake. Uh, I'm not quite sure who made the mistake, but it was fixed. That's the important thing before we went on the air. And so everybody wants to know, what's the weekend singing first? I feel like I should disqualify myself from this just because it would be a little too easy for me to answer. We're going to start with Dom. Dom, what's the weekend going to sing as his first song? All right. So I was looking at this list, and to be honest, I didn't know all the songs, um, no, a couple either. of them. But so I, I went one, two, three of possible options. I think Blinding Lights, I mean, that's like the song they play in the commercials. Um the most recent hit by the weekend and it's got like a it's got a really good opening so it seems like one of those songs that you know they're out there on the stage they have all these cool props and whatnot and it seems like a great opening song to halftime so that's definitely my favorite at plus 400 and then a second one can't feel my face plus 425 i think that's one of his oldest songs so it's like if he goes in chronological order could be a good option and then the last one the hills plus 850 um I think it's just a good song, but I think I'm going to go with Blinding Lights just because it is the most recent great opening, and they've been kind of teasing us in the commercials with that one. So, Jimmy, you got any thoughts on this? Yeah, I like most of those, but I'm going to go even further down the list. Um, I'm going I Feel It Coming at plus 2,000. <laughs> it's a great song. It's got a nice little intro. It doesn't go too hard in the beginning, so it kind of like eases you into it, and it's like I feel like it's one of his songs that – probably 95% of people know. So I could see them starting off with that and then getting into the hits like Blinding Lights and all the other big ones. I love the pick. I must be one of the five percenters. Um, that's that's why I lowered it. <laughs> right. It was going to be even higher, but you knew at least one person on the panel had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> I, uh, I got a chuckle at that one because I, I think it's a ridiculous call. And then I thought, though, because I did a little research today. Oh, my God. Jimmy's gone. I got destroyed last year because I was convinced Shakira started with She-Wolf and I like, I hammered that one, obviously the wolf, like I had to go all yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And it was the you. first like recognizable song she sang, but then I didn't get paid out because apparently there was some like thing she was humming beforehand that was a, a song she already had. And oh, like, God. I feel it coming could actually be something where like, he's like building up to his actual like debut and you can hear like, I can see something fucking stupid like that happening. The more and more Jimbo said that, like, I feel it coming. I feel it coming. And then like, suddenly he goes into a new song, but he played like a quick little segment of something else that screwed me on last year's bets. I wouldn't be shocked to see that happen again. Um, That's bullshit. <laughs> it was bullshit. I, I thought I was about to be a millionaire on my She-Wolf bet. Uh, but no, it, it was not meant to be. Uh, I, I like the blinding lights call, but I think because of the commercials, it's so yeah. different. I, I think it's just too it, it, in the face. It just has that slow buildup that makes me think like he could be like running out there, like getting to center stage. Like, I don't know. I mean, I see that too. Absolutely. Yeah. It is such a good, like classic intro song that yeah. it makes sense. I, I noticed in the last like four to five Super Bowls, almost all of them went with their oldest or some of their oldest, like Maroon 5 went all the way back to like harder to breathe. And J-Lo went to Jenny from the block. Like I think can't feel my face plus 425 starting with like his earliest debut 
I mean, the dude put seven million. I don't know if you guys saw this. He put seven yeah. million dollars of his own money into the Super Bowl show beyond what they provided him because he wants to make it like some huge statement. So I have no idea what that means for the intro, but I feel like he's going to start chronologically for some reason. I'm going can't feel my face. Uh, plus four twenty five is going to be the so, first. Couple comments on that. First of all, now that Jimmy's moved and I can see there's like a fan in the room, it, I don't think the room is as depressing as I thought. It was. <laughs> like I just thought it was empty, but now I can see like he's got some stuff going on over there. It's, it's, it's a, not a bad place to entertain. Uh, second thing, it, does Seamus know all Super Bowl halftime lineups like off the top of his head or just Timberlake related ones? Because uh, he, he, we should probably he be nailed Justin Timberlake. It's all yeah, Justin he, Timberlake. Like yeah. he's the ultimate Justin Timberlake fan. And he, he nailed that one. He, I think Timberlake came out with some random song called like filthy. Was yeah, the name no, of it. He called it. He called <laughs> it was it. plus like 3000 and Seamus goes, I know. I, yeah. I, I, I can't even pretend to imitate Seamus here, no, uh, but but he like I, I got breakfast with him at the anchor, and he goes, "If you don't hammer filthy, you're like a moron." It was hilarious. Did you hammer uh, it? I, I put I put I put a little ten dollar bet on it. Okay. It ended up actually making me break That's even fine. for all my other stupid bets from the rest of the day. All right, so. and the, the last thing I want to point out is that you completely hijacked CJ's spot. You just basically started talking and then just kind of gave your picks. Uh, you I, I know, had to. I, wait, that was anarchy. I mean, there's been like completely, you know, there's been a system. We've been sticking to the system, and you just jumped in there and, you know, whipped it out and said your piece. And, CJ, I apologize on behalf of the show. Well, no, it's because he has he has the control. He's like the production control. So he moved himself, <laughs> moved himself to the front, and then he it's just true. took over the entire sector. It's true. He's like, if I might interject and make my face really big in the middle of the screen at the same time. <laughs> Here we go. No, uh, here we go. Yeah, so that? I'm going with blinding lights. I had to make a phone a friend before this just because I wasn't I used to like the weekend when he was younger, just like it was just like corny music and whatever. But um so I guess the statement is that his album that Blinding Lights done dominated the entire year was like Blinding Lights like owned first place on Billboard all year, album dominated the year, and then the Grammys didn't even invite him. So basically his music video is like this crazy makeup thing that's why his face is all botox now and everything it's like this weird statement about the grammys so that's why he put all this money into it so that's why i'm going with blinding lights is the first song because he's going to make okay. his big not political statement but like grammys fuck you statement and okay start off that. all right that like sounds it. like sound logic to me any any other halftime things anybody wants to mention before we move on to end of the game stuff I think we're good. No, I, I don't know if anybody has any like best appearances. They're feeling really strongly yeah, about There's a so bunch of those. I, I didn't really, I just, there's always going to be someone, but um, with there being no fans and I assume, is he going out to like the middle of the field? Like it always is just, there's could be no one. Uh, you know, yeah, probably. Like, there's, 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 25, there's still 25,000 fans. I think this, this one, I mean, not that's full stadium, yeah. but yeah, I think they're going in the center of the, the stage. Yeah. So the only, there's obviously going to be an artist at some point. I don't know who that will be, but I could see them going up to his girlfriend, Bella Hadid, at like, like up, up top in like a little box and being like, oh, because there's like not that many people there. So that should make it look like it's full and everything. So I could see that at plus 600. But yeah. Okay. All right. That's not a bad bet. Plus 600. They're going to definitely be looking for film. Yeah. It's funny. You know, there's a lot of people there, uh, you know, not as many as usual, but it, it's kind of like the basketball thing I was bringing up before. There's all these glaring contradictions. Like, for instance, we play a full contact basketball game, but then the girls aren't allowed to like give each other five at the end of the game <laughs> because that would get, get you sick. When they, 
when they had um, that game at Lambeau like two weeks ago, they said there was going to be like twelve thousand people there. The stadium was like seventy five percent full. Yeah, there was like sixty thousand or something, right? No, I agree. All right, let's get post game Gatorade bath MVP predictions. I have never picked the correct Gatorade color ever. Um, and there's been a couple. Did you remember last year there was all this money coming in on purple? It was like oh, even money, I think. Yeah, it was because of Kobe. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then everyone's like just convinced that it was purple and it completely wasn't purple. Um, I'm sad that the, the, the fan is not on the side. I was going to call on him first, uh, see what his thoughts were. But Wolf, what do you think? Let's talk about the Gatorade bath. What color do you like and who do you like as MVP? Uh, so I'm hammering orange. It's not sexy. It's the favorite. It's plus 125. But it's been five of the last 11. It's been the only actual color to ever repeat. It was orange last year. They repeated the orange with the, the uh, Saints and then the Packers wins right there. It seems, you know, I see red coming in a lot because both teams are reds. They've never matched colors with teams other than once with the Pats and the blue. Uh, so ultimately, I'm not putting too much stock on both teams being red or any of that. In fact, red has never been the color of the Gatorade. So I don't even think it's on the NFL's radar for whatever reason. I'm going orange, five of the last 11. Uh, the only one that's even close to that is clear, but that hasn't showed up in, tw- in, in 12 straight years. So it's been a color. Uh, I'm going orange all day. Um, plus 125, not sexy. I'm taking my, my upside bets later. Sticking to the research on this one. Gatorade, obviously. What about MVP? Who do you like for MVP? We want to maybe parlay these, like, you know, orange with Mahomes or something like that. I'm going Brady. I, I, they're, they're winning the game. If I'm predicting that they're, they're going to win the game, then give me Brady plus 210. So decent odds already. Like, that's not yeah. – you know, bad odds at all. And this isn't going to be one of those things. I mean, if, if Mike Evans has the game that Dom's thinking he's having, then man, like that's plus. You don't think they'll give it to Brady anyway? Come on. You know, like that, that could be crazy. <laughs> but I think Brady's this is not, not winning this. If, if, if Brady game. wins, Brady's winning the MVP at this stage of his career. It's just going to be like, here you go. Unless some defensive player has some insane game, but I don't no. see that. So if I think the the, uh, the Bucks are winning, I think Brady's going to be winning MVP plus 210. I like those odds. Uh, what's the fun in Mahomes? Holmes at minus 106. Yay. Woo. Like, now, nah. Give me Brady okay. plus 210 all day. I think the fun would be potentially winning. I'm impressed. I'm impressed by how brazen you are, like, declaring that Mahomes won't win. Like, I could see you, like, doing that with anybody else. But, like, think about who you're talking about here, dude. I, you know us, Mahomes is our like baby at this point because he was like our biggest best prediction when we were. Just I, I just can't believe how dismissive you're being of him. Like the, <laughs> the, the guys, the guys like 29 and two in his last 31 games, and he's the reigning Super Bowl champion. And you're just like, nah, he sucks. It's 29 and two, and except against one of those losses, has got to be against the goat, right? Like I mean, he's the beast. And the Raiders. Well, well, I guess if, if by the goat you mean Derek Carr, yes, that's, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly who we were talking. Oh about. fuck you guys! Right. Uh, but yeah, he's gonna, it's going to be Brady. He's going to mention his teammates. It's minus one fifty. It's not sexy either. He's going to get poured on with orange. Uh, it, that that's how the game's going to end. Orange Gatorade. Brady at MVP, thanking his teammates for such a great run. Okay, Dom, what do you got? Um, so I'm same thing. Taking Brady. Um, like I said, orange earlier, Brady teammates. Parlay. No, not, not orange. Not orange. I'm going with the long shot. I'm taking purple. Oh, when, that's what I'm talking about. That's some balls right there. When the Bucks won in uh 02 or Super Bowl 37, it was purple Gatorade. So I'm gonna run it back with that purple Gatorade. 
Brady MVP. If somehow the Chiefs do win, I think an interesting one could be Travis Kelsey at plus 1,300. A tight end's never won. So, I mean, obviously that's not great for me, but (laughs) a tight end's got to win sometime in the future. So, And Travis Kelsey's had a hell of a year. Um, So if they... If they do somehow win, I could see, and he has two touchdowns, 12 receptions, like Jimmy was saying, a couple hundred yards. Like I could see him winning, but um, that's a long shot. Uh, And then, yeah, Brady's going to thank his teammates just because, I mean, it's what he's done. I watched like the last two Super Bowl speeches, the AFC or NFC championship speech, teammates first, minus 150. It was funny when when Dom first said, just off the top of my head, when he said, yeah, you know, Kelsey, a tight end's never won MVP before. But the first thing I thought was, oh, okay. And then I was like, wait a minute, that's not good. Yeah. But if it's somewhere over 54. Eventually, somebody. He's not even a tight end. Yeah. Well, if anyone's going to break that mold, it is definitely Travis Kelsey. Like, you know, I, I could see, what did he have last game? Didn't he have, he had two touchdowns at least. Did he have three? Like he was insane. I know he had 40 something fantasy points. Cause I, I played some DK and he, he won me some decent money. Um, yeah, I, I could, I, if it's going to be the chiefs, if I'm, if I'm planning on the chiefs winning, I don't want to take the, the one Oh six on Mahomes. I like that plus 1300. That's who I would put my money on. If I'm going with the chiefs win, I, we're talking here, like the chiefs are this long shot to win. I, I can't, I'm, it's a little bit hard for me to, Comprehend. I'm not like a Chiefs fan or anything. I actually have kind of been pulling for the Bucks this year, much to my surprise. I just want to reiterate again: they 15 and one. They blew the Bills out, who a lot of people thought were like the sexy pick. I mean, they're okay. Yeah, they're okay. Mahomes is probably the most talented player, football player in history. Um, he's uh-huh. completely in his prime. So whatever. Uh, CJ Gatorade bath MVP predictions and who uh, is who is Tom Brady going to thank? It's not going to be Tom Brady. All right, I, I know they're like the biggest. <laughs> Who's Tommy fans. Townsend going to thank? <laughs> I know the Chiefs are like twenty one point underdogs according to this podcast, but I'm gonna since I have the Chiefs winning, I'm going with a repeat of last year, which was Orange at plus one twenty five, um, and then I'm also going with Kelsey at the long shot MVP at plus thirteen hundred. But I do, so I do think he'll just—he is like a me, me, me guy. But he'll probably go teammates first. But I did think if if Brady or Gronk won MVP somehow for the latter, if they fucking thanked Bruce Arians first, that would like break the TVs across America. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what: if a tight end wins MVP and it's not Kelsey, it's Gronk. I will really that that will shock me. Or what if it's Cameron Brait? <laughs> I would just that would, that would really be sticking into the wolf, huh? I just thought it'd be hilarious though if if Brady wanted, then he was just like, you know, like Bruce Aaron's like the best coach I've ever had in my life. Like he'd be like, <laughs> like all this that stuff. would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be, be amazing. And then they cut to Belichick with like with his hoodie on and smoke just like kind of coming out of his ears, <laughs> slowly turning red. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that would be fantastic. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, as far as as far as our Super Bowl 55 prop spectacular, we got in a lot of info there. We had Jimbo for, you know, 80 percent of and look at Mitch Chavez, by the way. Uh, yeah, we, I was going to say, we got, we got I'm not I'm not signing off. I'm not signing off. But I just think it's important to note that Mitch said uh, at the truth, you're so your brother Gronk, LOL. The future goat potentially versus the uh, the lingering goat. He's going to put him right in his place. Remind him who's boss. I can't fucking wait. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in uh, for everybody on this panel. 
We are from the RosaryJournal.com, Greenfeed Fantasy Wolves, and best of luck on all your prop bets, best of luck on everything, and we will see you at our next broadcast. We used to have it all, but now's our curtain call, so hold for the applause, oh, 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 and wave out to the crowd, and take our final bow, oh, it's our time to go, but at least we stole the show. Football right there, folks.